0: This is the Bible in One Year Express, Day 191. Invisible, but invaluable. Every Monday morning, he phones our offices. He asks about the events and services taking place during the week and the people involved in them. For decades, Charles and his prayer group have faithfully supported the church in prayer. They are examples of many in our church who intercede for us. Their prayers may be invisible, but they are also invaluable. The word intercession generally means praying for someone else, although it can be used of praying for oneself. We are all called to intercession. The Apostle Paul writes to Timothy, I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority. Jesus is the great intercessor. He made intercession for the transgressors. He is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. The Holy Spirit also intercedes for us and through us. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. The Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. In the Old Testament passage for today, we see Isaiah's role as an intercessor. Interceding for others is part of the role of a prophet. Intercession was also made by kings. For example, David, Solomon, and Hezekiah. You too are called to this invisible but invaluable ministry. From Psalm 83 O God, do not remain silent. Do not turn a deaf ear. Do not stand aloof, O God. See how your enemies growl, how your foes rear their heads. With cunning they conspire against your people. They plot against those you cherish. Let them know that you, whose name is the Lord, that you alone are the Most High over all the earth. Intercede for seekers. This psalm is a prayer of intercession, interceding for people to have knowledge of God's final vindication. And for this, to result in conversion prior to that final day. The surrounding nations want to destroy the people of God, yet the psalmist sees this more as an attack on God himself. He refers to them as your enemies, who form an alliance against you. This is a reminder that an attack on the people of God is ultimately an attack on God. The prayer of the psalm is that God's enemies will be routed. However, it is also intercession for conversion cover their faces with shame so that they will seek your name, O Lord. There is an inherent desire that others would seek the one true God. Let them know that you whose name is the Lord, that you alone are the most high over all the earth. Lord, I pray for all those currently on Alpha that they will seek your name. I pray that you will act, that you will not keep silent, that people know that you alone are the most high over all the earth. New Testament, from Acts 28 Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and as he put it on the fire, a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand they said to each other this man must be a murderer for though he escaped from the sea the goddess justice has not allowed him to live but Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects the people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead but after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him they changed their minds and said he was a god there was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us to his home and showed us generous hospitality for three days. His father was ill in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him and, after prayer, placed his hands on him and healed him. When this had happened, the rest of those on the island who were ill came and were cured. Intercede for Healing I've sometimes heard it suggested that Christians should no longer pray for miraculous physical healing. It's argued that miracles of healing were particular to the ministry of Jesus and the immediate period after his death and resurrection. Some have even suggested that in the period covered by the book of Acts, miracles were already dying out. However, this is clearly not the case. When a viper fastened itself on Paul's hand, he shook off the snake into the fire and suffered no ill effects. Here we are in the last chapter of Acts, and we read of how Paul is an example of Jesus' prophecy about those who believe in him. They will pick up snakes with their hands. When Paul and those with him were in Malta, they met with Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us to his home, and for three days entertained us hospitably. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him, and after prayer, placed his hands on him and healed him. This is such a simple model for us to follow. First, When Paul heard that Publius's father was sick, he acted in faith. He believed God was able to heal him, so he went to see him. Second, he acted with boldness. Publius's father was presumably not a Christian, yet Paul was courageous enough to offer to pray for him and to do so publicly, laying hands on him. It might have been tempting to think, What if he's not healed? Will I look like a failure? Will it bring the gospel into disrepute? But Paul took a risk. He acted. In faith, he prayed, he laid hands on him and healed him. When this happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. Far from dying out, there's an explosion of miraculous healing as the book of Acts comes to an end. Luke clearly sees this as something that continues in the life of the church. The real question is not, does God heal today, but does God answer prayer today? If he does, why would we exclude something as important as health? Prayer for healing is an important part of intercession. Bever and I have prayed for so many people over the years. It's certainly far from the case that all have been healed. We do not pray for the sick because they all get healed. We pray for them because Jesus told us to do so. Over these years, we've sometimes seen extraordinary healings. Do not be discouraged. Keep on praying with faith and boldness, love and sensitivity. Lord, help us to have the courage to take every opportunity to lay hands on those who are sick and pray for their healing thank you that you are a god who heals today old testament from two kings 19 and 20 hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it then he went up to the temple of the lord and spread it out before the lord and hezekiah prayed to the lord lord the god of israel You alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste these nations and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them for they were not gods but only wood and stone fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord our God, deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, Lord, are God. Intercede for Deliverance Sometimes in your own life you may be faced with seemingly overwhelming problems. This is a great model of how to deal with them. Hezekiah did not despair, he did not panic, he did not give up, he turned to God in prayer. This account of Hezekiah's prayer and God's deliverance is recorded three times in the Old Testament. Further, the events of this period are corroborated by Babylonian sources. When Hezekiah received the threatening letter and was faced with a seemingly overwhelming problem, he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. He prayed to the Lord, O Lord! You alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You've made heaven and earth. Give ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Now, O Lord our God, deliver us from his hand, so that all kingdoms on earth may know that you alone, O Lord, are God. Hezekiah's intercession begins by consciously recognizing who God is. When we intercede, we are speaking to the one who alone is God over all the kingdoms of the earth. God has the power to resolve these seemingly overwhelming problems. Hezekiah's prayer was for God's honor and glory, so that all kingdoms on earth may know that you alone, O Lord, are God. Jesus taught us to start our prayers, Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. I love the expression, he spread it out before the Lord. Hezekiah spoke to God about the problem. The prophet Isaiah sent a message to Hezekiah saying that God had heard his prayer. He delivered the people from the threat of the Assyrians in answer to Hezekiah's intercession. Hezekiah also prayed for his healing. He was ill at the point of death and he interceded on his own behalf. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Again, God answered his intercession. I've heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. I will add 15 years to your life. Hezekiah experienced God's amazing blessings in answer to his intercession. However, the passage ends with a note of warning. When envoys came from Babylon, Hezekiah showed off all his treasures. He appeared to be taking the glory for all that the Lord had given him. Isaiah told him that as a result, nothing will be left. If we take the glory for what the Lord does for us, It is at our own peril. Lord, as we look around at the state of our city, our nation and our world, we need your deliverance. You alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You made heaven and earth. Give ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Pour out your Holy Spirit again. May we see people seeking your name again. May we see miracles of healing May we see the evangelization of our nation, the revitalization of the church, and the transformation of society, so that all kingdoms on earth may know that you alone, O Lord, are God. Pippa adds, In Acts 28, verse 15, we see that Paul had had such a long, traumatic journey to Rome. No wonder he was pleased to see the Christian community awaiting his arrival. Even though travelling is now much easier, Nikki and I really appreciate the kind, smiling people who have met us at airports, driven us to our destinations and generally looked after us. Wherever we've been in the world, the Christian community has been so kind and has supported us in so many amazing ways.